98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And good morning to you, Daniel. Oh, man, did you hear what happened to Olivia that works here? Our HR boss? Once in a lifetime trip to go to see uh, George Strait down in Nashville. Mm -hmm. She told me yesterday they got to the show and all that rained out. Oh, no. You mean rained out like he didn't sing anything or rained out? Like the openers got to play, and uh, the night before, George Strait had done, I think, 33 songs. Oh, my goodness. He uh, comes out in Nashville over the weekend. Got to do, I think she said, about 12. So, you know, a lot of people take trips to see artists, and this was a big deal for her. Mm -hmm. And so she flies to Nashville and you got the hotel, and you're spending a lot of money, uh, and you're Tyga going out to dinner. I lived and... in Nashville. That's an expensive trip. Oh Just to get God. out there and air travel has got to be expensive. I don't even know if they drove or flew or what. But then you got to get the room and tickets to the show, and then it gets rained out. I don't know. I don't know how to feel, man. Do they give you a refund in that case, or do you mm-hmm. just have to live with it? Just got to live with it. Oh, man, that's brutal. Completely brutal. Because... But I think she said he's going to be in Fort Worth, so they'll try to make that, too. Because, you know, the guy's 70 years old. If you're going to see George Strait, now's the time. Yeah, and uh, you said, I remember uh, when you first met George Strait, you met him in person, one-on-one. We and shook you hands. Said he had the softest hands you'd ever felt. His hands were soft like lotion. <laughs> and then... And the, the guy smelled good. I don't what know I what say. cologne he was using, but he's... It was already weird wonderful. for you yeah. to come back and say he had soft hands, and then you go, oh, also, he smells delicious. And then I um, did a break on that on the radio, and it wasn't long before I heard from uh, George Strait's people, and he'd filed a restraining order. <laughs> So, not true, uh, but he's a great bad. guy. I just I do feel for, but what an experience to get to go down there and even see twelve songs. Well, we're lucky to have uh, the BOK Center because usually that's going to be weather permitting, no matter what happens, right? That's right. And, and uh, uh, huge shows coming up there. Tim McGraw, and we got tickets coming up in the ninety-eight-five The Full Fight at seven forty. So hot today, Daniel. We mentioned that um, the streets are actually buckling now it's so hot they're having to close down streets in tulsa and um i don't know if you guys have ever been anywhere near tulsa but uh the orange cone company must be very excited about tulsa because they must be making billions of dollars off of tulsa because everywhere you go there's there's problems and now now our streets are falling apart because it's so hot outside what do you mean falling apart i mean there's certain parts of town that have have been apart for what feels like since i've been here yeah I guess they uh, they changed up their strategy. Used to, they would just try to put Band-Aids on the streets, basically. And now they just said, we're going to try to fix them, fix them, so we don't have to keep doing this over and over. But in the meantime, that means a lot of streets are shut down. And, uh, you know, I guess it's logical because when it gets hot and your streets start to break, it's a weird climate around here in a way because Oklahoma weather, you got it's freezing cold for like a week every winter. And then... You put that against it's hot during the summer. I guess that does uh, wear and tear on the roads pretty bad, right? Yeah. I was wor- when re- worried for a second there it might be another sinkhole. Remember there was that one sinkhole that opened on Riverside. Was that a year ago? Like time has w- ways of p- playing tricks on me. Was that last summer or is that earlier this year? I can't remember exactly, but I remember telling you that, hey, I came to work today and there was a massive sinkhole over on Riverside. <laughs> it always is crazy around here, but um, I hope it doesn't swallow your new house you just bought because that's. Well, how about not jinxing me? Now, what's going to happen? I'm going to get a single hole in my ear. You're going to go in, in your yard. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel.
Triple digits today. Tim McGraw tickets are free at 740. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Tiger, are you a caniac? What's that mean? Are you a caniac? I don't know what that is, so you'd have to tell me. If you love raising canes, you're known as a caniac. Never been to a raising. I've never been there. You've never been to raising canes. <laughs> I've never been wow. to a raising canes. No. <laughs> How have you been here for three years and not been to a raising canes? And the reason I bring it up is because today they're going to mm-hmm. open up that new one on Brookside, right there on Peoria. Oh, Plus that was where quick. you used to live. Yeah, yeah, that's real really fast. quick. Uh, it's going to be a double drive-through. Yeah. I know. And boy, they're really throwing it out here. Uh, so. The grand opening today, they're going to have like a DJ out there. Boy, what a gig. Um, like some, who else here? The Tulsa University Spirit Squad, uh, Driller's mascot, Hornsby. Mm-hmm. They're, so they're having a big to-do out there. The first 100 customers get a special gift. Oh, did they camp out? Because I remember doing this at a Chick-fil-A once in my career where they said the first 100 customers get a, hundred, or a, a full year of Chick-fil-A. For a year, so yeah. So people were camping out in tents before that. Uh, no, but what they're doing is they're going to have what they call the lucky 20. So anybody that goes out there from this morning on till uh, sometime this evening can, well, 5 to 7 p.m., register to win canes for a year. They're doing the lucky 20, so 20 people. I see. But I'm thinking, though, I might could uh, leave and get, what time would I have to leave to get there and be one of the first 100 customers? They said the very first customer will be recognized. I could go sit in that drive through right now. And the show would be recognized. Mm, yeah. Good PR for us because Raising Cane's going to put on their social that Daryl from the Tiger Daniel show. Yeah, they probably get it wrong, something like that. <laughs> but uh, hey, I could be the very first uh, customer over there, buddy. Daniel's got some life. You know, a lot of people who listen have kids and they're going to ball practice and they got their jobs to juggle. Daniel Googles Raising Cane's and figures this kind of stuff out. I don't, I don't Google it, it's just in the news. But don't you think, think of the publicity. You couldn't uh, you couldn't buy that kind of publicity if you're the very first customer. Well, do you want to go down there at 648? You can go down there right <laughs> and now. So, I'll have want. to sit there for two hours in that drive through I don't think I could do it. <laughs> you know, I bet there's already people there. I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, come on. I don't know. Have you ever seen the public? Some of these people are wild. I bet there's already people lined up at Raising Cane's. I don't, I don't think so, but I don't want to be out there and wait two hours and, you know, the gift is like a ink pen or something. <laughs> what could the special gift be? A stuffed animal, like a tiny Raising oh, Cane's little bear or you something? You know, Raising Cane's was named after a, um, I think, a golden retriever named Cane. Uh, so, so maybe it, could it would be a, be a stuffed golden animal. retriever? I don't know. I'll think about this, but I wonder if anybody's at, on Brookside, if they would drive through and, and or just take a look and let me know if somebody's lined up already. Because if they're not, man, this would be a momentous occasion. It would be quite a milestone in your broadcasting career. It says to commemorate the opening, Raising Canes is kicking off the celebrations with a ribbon cutting ceremony at eight. But that's not the official time it opens, I don't think. Well, if you're driving by the... Uh Raising Canes, that's on Peoria, uh, somewhere in the 30s, right? Yeah, we need a yeah, we need a uh, report on this. Because um, Daniel wants to go down there and <laughs> try to win a stuffed animal or something. Well, wouldn't you be honored if I was the very first customer over there? No. Why not? <laughs> what does that mean? You were the first customer? You're supposed to be inspirational. Yeah, I, I'm I mean, trying to do something here. I, I like. I guess I like Raising Canes, but I mean, as far as accomplishments in human history, you know, Columbus sailed and. 
I would be the Neil Armstrong of chicken tenders. Guy went on the moon, and then yeah. you got a stuffed duck? We don't know what they're giving away. Okay. It could be a million dollars, and I would have gave you some of that money, but now, now I'm not going to give you an Get down there immediately. <laughs> uh, 918-879-9898. If you happen to be passing the new Raising Canes. Daniel, basically the question is you want to know if people are already in line? Is there a chance I could still be the very first customer? Okay. If there are people in line already, I ain't going to do it. But if ain't nobody in line, I'll drive right over there. I'll, I'll report live. That's the rest fine. Of I would love for you to go down there. 98.5 The Bull. 918-879-9898 if you can kind of spy on that place for us this morning so Daniel doesn't waste his time if there are already 500 people yeah. in line. I don't want to waste my time, guys. <laughs> Get that stuff. <laughs> well, you stop saying stuff because then you have people showing up there thinking that's what I it is. I don't know if I'm, that's it. I'm merely speculating. I'd imagine it would be something chicken tender related or a plush doll. Or like chicken keychain. Could be that too. 918-879-9898. Good morning. So Daniel found out that they're opening a Raising Cane's on Peoria, kind of the Brookside area, I don't know, 30-something street. And uh, now he found out also that they are going to acknowledge the first customer ever at Raising Cane's. And yes, now you want to go down there on a whim. This was not planned. Well, I w first of all, a few questions. Uh, will I get in trouble here at work because I've left to attempt to be the first customer at Raising Cane's? No, but because and I'm going to be talking to you during the show, right? Well, no, but technically I'm not here. And number two, the first customer through the drive-thru or you got to be standing in line? Because that's, now that's going to be a big issue. I ain't going to go stand at the, you know, on the counter for two hours. I will sit there in that drive-thru for a little while. But these are things that uh, I would like to know. But you've decided you're, you're about to leave. Why don't you just head out, like right now, go down and get in line because I'm concerned that <laughs> I just don't think there's a line. In line. So get down there. The first hundred customers, they say, Tig, will receive a special gift. What do you think the special gift is? Why don't is? they say what the special gift is? Either it's because it it's, could be a million dollars or it could be a stuffed I doubt, animal. I doubt they're giving the first hundred people a million dollars, but the only reason they wouldn't divulge what it is is either A, it's really good, or B, it's really bad. <laughs> so Daniel's quest today. Think of all the great people in history. Abraham Lincoln, Emancipation Proclamation. Daniel's going to be the first guy to go to a Raising Canes. Man. I'm going to be just like Louis Armstrong and be the first guy. <laughs> On the moon. All right, well, why don't you head out now? Just All leave. Right, switch over. Uh, dial me over. Switch over to the phone. I'm going to leave right now. But if I get in trouble, you're going to have to say it's your idea. You're not going to get in trouble because you're still calling into the show. Uh, I'm so scared of all right, leave. I'm going, buddy. Because you're going to miss your chance to be the first customer at I'm Raising not going to miss it. Godspeed. Thank you, brother. Safety on your journey to Raising Canes. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, all right. Now I've got Daniel on the phone because he's walking out. He's left the studio. Daniel, was, uh, now you're walking to your car in the employee lot, and then you will start your long eight-minute journey to the new Raising Canes. I'm walking right now, right past the uh, K-Hit studio. They're probably thinking that I'm angry with you and I've just stormed out of the building, walked off the show. Your theory, Tig, is that people are already, you think there's going to be a line already? Well, I just remember when a Chick-fil-A opens, or at least it has in the past, they would say, hey, the first hundred people here get Chick-fil-A cards or something, and people were camping out the night before. So I think at 7 on the day it's going to open. You might be behind the eight ball on that one, man. 
Well, listen, you're you're confusing Chick-fil-A with Raising Cane's because they're not saying that they'll give you a year's worth of Raising Cane's if you're the first 100 people in line or the first customer. They're just saying, hey, uh, the first 100 people get a special gift. <laughs> a special gift. Yeah, you're right. They're yeah. either not telling you that because it's so good or because it's awful. We don't know. But uh, Daniel's right, on his way I'm to Raising Cane's. Uh, mm-hmm. In the car already now. So if you're just joining us, Daniel has decided that he wants to be the first customer at the new Raising Cane's because they'll give you some kind of prize. So he's leaving the radio show right now in downtown Tulsa to head over to Raising Cane's in Brookside. What are the chances that I'll... I mean, am I going to sit through the ribbon cutting Yeah, I mean, because I see where they do ribbon cuttings, and then the mayor is there sometimes, or a city councilor is there. It's going to take some time. We we might not figure this out for a little while, but you're putting in the hard work, Daniel. That's that's the point. That's, that's true. It's the hard work. If I get there, though, and there's nobody sitting there, what do I do? Then you'll sit there until they open, so you'll be the first customer, right? Uh, okay, but I need somebody <laughs> to, to call in and let me know for real. Am I trying to do drive-through here, or counter? That's your business, not mine. Just ask an employee. I feel, I feel safer in the uh, car, though. You know, it might get like rowdy in there at the counter. People trying to fight to be the first customer. Well, here's what I want. I want you to get down there anyway. We may be wasting our time because there may be 17 people in line already to be the first customer. So you might be wasting your time. But if you are the first, you got to stay there until they open. Oh, it, but in the drive-thru or what? Or the counter? Ask somebody who works there. they got to have people opening the store and uh, making the chicken legs or whatever, right? I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll get, you know what? I'm going to do my uh, first report. I should be there in, what, about six or seven minutes? So it's not that far. Play a couple songs. And then, uh... Play a couple songs. I'll call you back, and then we'll see if Daniel... What I'm really curious about is... Is there already people in line at this new Raising Canes in Brookside? Or is Daniel going to be the first ever? I bet they'll make some kind of, like, plaque if I am. Yes. Your parents will be so proud of that. All right, let's make history today, Daniel. Let's do it, buddy. Okay, I'll see you in about um, seven minutes. Get down there and then uh, let us know if you are already have people in front of you or you are the first in line to at least try to be the first customer i'll report back in moments okay so daniel's heading down to raising canes because he found out if you get there and you're the first customer they're going to give you a gift okay guys so daniel has decided to uh head down to a new raising canes location because he found out that if you're the first customer today you get a prize and uh it's 98.5 the bull daniel is with us good morning daniel you're on your way down there uh, are you to Raising Cane's yet? Uh, no, not yet. I'm uh, about to turn on to Peoria. And, well, it's not a prize. Now, keep in mind, the first customer they said gets recognized. Oh, you just want the recognition. So what do you think that means? Well, well the, the first 100 people get a prize. The first customer will be recognized. <laughs> so the, they just recognize you for being the first customer? Uh, yeah, but I imagine it's got to be something. Uh, here's another question for you. They're doing a ribbon cutting at 8. That doesn't mean they're opening at 8, right? 
Buddy, I don't work at Raising Cane's. I have no idea. I'm asking you to speculate. You've you've done ribbon cuttings before. That's I guess that's what, what they all like. They're not from the business. I wonder if I could try to get in those pictures. Typically, the ribbon cuttings I've gone to, they have the big scissors, and then somebody cuts the ribbon, and then, yeah, then you walk in and eat. So I would imagine 8 o'clock is when Raising Cane's is going to open. Daniel's goal today, if you're just joining us, he heard about a Raising Cane's opening in Brookside on Peoria, and he wants to be the first customer. So how far away are you right now? Um, I'm on the 21st in Peoria now. Oh, so you're coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Do you think that I should admit I'm from the bull or try to act like I'm, you know, a swanky businessman? I don't know. But does it matter if you say you're from the bull or not? Do you think they would let you skip the line? I mean, doesn't it just matter when you show up if you're the first or I not? Think I, I, I think I'm going to try to convince them that I'm George Kaiser. Maybe they'll let me cut the ribbon. <laughs> okay. I'm the billionaire, Tulsa. Okay. Right, right. I'm the Tulsa billionaire, George Kaiser. Can I cut the ribbon, please? We'll see how it goes. Also, that mayor, if you see him, make sure we get in good with that mayor, you know? Do you think he's going to be here? I have no idea. I would imagine there's a possibility the mayor is there for a new business. I, I don't know, but that's why I want you to get there and call me back so we can figure out what the heck is going on down there at Raising Cane's new on Brookside or whatever. Well, I'm thinking that the uh, mayor might not be here because, as we saw on the news this morning, the roads are buckling from heat and uh, the roads are falling apart. So I wonder if he's not busy dealing with that instead of raising cane. Yeah, it might look bad, too, if, like, the roads are falling apart and he goes to eat a chicken finger. Yeah, yeah, that would not be a good look. Okay, so I'm going to play another song, Daniel, and I'm going to give you some time to get to Raising Cane's, which is uh, opening there on Peoria in Brookside. Daniel's trying to be the first customer they've ever had because he heard that they'll recognize you or something. And um, and we'll see how it goes, okay? All right. Well, I'm approaching Brookside now, so uh, I'll be back with you in just a minute. Okay. We'll see Daniel in just a moment. In the meantime, I'll play some Scotty McCreary. We'll see if Daniel... What I'm worried about is that people slept there overnight or something to be the first customer and he's going to be late but we'll see what happens it's 98 by the bull no man is right mine would have left her that was her favorite song she sang along every time it came glad you're here daniel's making history this morning or attempting to uh daniel found out that there's a new raising canes opening on peoria and then he read if you're the first customer they will <laughs> give you some kind of recognition it's 98.5 The Bull, and Daniel, you are either on your way or you have arrived at the new Raising Canes. You're trying to be the first in line so that they recognize you. Is that the point? Uh, that is what I'm attempting to do, to be the first person uh, in history to eat here at Raising Canes. Uh, I've arrived here. The good news is I don't really see anybody lined up. Oh. Uh, they are, like, setting up balloons and things like that, and uh, they're kind of looking at me like, what, what is this guy doing here? <laughs> I think they think that I've wandered over from the quick trip. <laughs> I was I was looking. I just did some research, Dan. I was thinking about the great people in history and yeah. Albert Einstein. Hey, hang and, on a second. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Uh-oh. Hey, I, I'm trying to be the uh, first customer. Yeah, well... Somebody beat you to it. Who? Oh. We had campers last night. Like, Tyke, people did camp out here. I'm on the radio right now. Um, people, who camped out? 
this gentleman, that kid right there. Actually, those three kids that were in the corner. Wait, there. so there's three or four people ahead of me already? Yes. Tiger, are you hearing this? There's four people that camp <sighs> out. Uh, well, just because they camp out, couldn't I still be the first customer, though? No, unfortunately, somebody stayed here since 10.30 last night. That's their business. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got something special for you if you want to get in line. When did, is the grand opening at, at 9 or 8? At 9 o'clock. So, so I'd have to... Ribbon cutting at 9, the mayor will be here to verify. Oh, he will. Yeah. Oh, he, the mayor's coming to verify that? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> what is the uh, special gift? I can't tell. It's a secret. If it's uh, chicken tenders, don't say anything. Okay. All right, well, I don't know. Like, what do I do? Well, I she said something, so it must not be. Ask her if it's monetary or is it uh, more of a possession. Can you ask her that? Is it a possession, a special gift? It is a possession. Aha, uh -huh. so it is a possession. Mm. Daniel's at Raising Cane's trying to be the first customer, but he's been told by the employees of Raising Cane's that's uh, opening today that uh, you're late to the game. Four people ahead of me, so I don't know. I can't. I can't do two hours. <laughs> well, you can't do two hours anyway because you wouldn't be the first, no matter how time you, how much time you spend there. There's people in front of you anyway, right? That's true. Or, uh, well, I could still shoot for the first 100, but I think I come back after work for that. I don't know. I must. I'm so uh, disappointed, Daniel. Well, you're disappointed. Well, I looked up, um, I did some research while you were driving, and you think of the great uh -huh. people that we know in history. Julius Caesar, the Roman Empire, Albert Einstein, theory of relativity, and Daniel ate a chicken finger first. It could have been magical for you. They would have been momentous. <laughs> so, well, sorry All right. Well, uh, I will decide what I'm going to do, and I'll check back with it in the end of the second here. Okay, that sounds good. But uh, no matter what Daniel does, uh, we still have business to conduct up here. We got the bullfight coming up at 740. Your chance to win 10 McGraw tickets. How about that? With Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Glad you're here. We're making history this morning. Um, Daniel has decided that he wanted to be the first customer at a new Raising Cane's in Brookside, so he left. He, he's gone. He's history. He went to uh, Raising Cane's to see if he could be the first customer, and um, I was concerned, and uh, we're going to check in him with him now because I didn't know if he would make it to be the first in line. But, um, you know, he would make history. He'd be one of the greats. Augustus Caesar, Abraham Lincoln, Daniel ate a chicken finger first. It would be an amazing part of his life. And so, Daniel, how's it going, man? Well, not too good. Uh, as you might have heard earlier, I was trying to be the very first person at Raising Cane's. I get here. Somebody has been here since 1030 last night. <laughs> That's what I was concerned about, Daniel. Found out this morning if you're the first person at Raising Cane's and, and somebody, I said this, Daniel, I told you that people camp out for that kind of stuff, right? Well, yeah, but I didn't believe you. I thought nobody's going to sleep in this sweltering heat to <laughs> the very first person in line at Raising Cane's. Another thing you were right about, the mayor will also be here today, along with the sheriff and several other like big wigs here in the city. Well, why don't you, um, can you, you'll come back to work and we'll work on this bullfight so we can give away Tim McGraw tickets, but can you go back down there and try to get us in good with the mayor? I don't see how that hurts if the mayor is like your buddy. No, I'm not going to harass this guy. He's, you know, doing, he's here on official business. He doesn't have time for my uh, foolishness. Nonsense. <laughs> well, if you just missed it, uh, Daniel set out to be the first customer at a new Raising Cane's 
on Peoria, but you failed because people had already started lining up last night. Right. And, you know, I can't beat myself up. I would have had to be here at, like, 10 o'clock last night in order to be the first person. I, You know, God bless this guy. What a, I, <laughs> a, a Raising Cane's fan. I tell you that right now. Well, yeah, let me know. Like, do you know, did you meet that person who is the first? Or it seems like they will end up being the first. What kind of life does that guy have that he's available to I, sleep in a parking lot all night? Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little angry with him, so I'm not speaking to him. I don't, I don't know what he's like. Oh, there's a I schism. I wanted to be the first. Okay. A little bit of a schism, yeah. <laughs> Daniel doesn't like the first customer now at Raising Cane's on Peoria. All right, come on back, and uh, we'll get the bullfight done, and then um, I'll console you and hold you and stuff. Uh, well, I feel like I let us all down. I let all of Tulsa down. Oh, you definitely did. There's no question about that. Oh. Okay, good deal. Thanks for making me feel better. All right, man. We'll see you in a minute, okay? See ya. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Tim McGraw tickets are free right now. How about that? Pretty good, pretty good. And uh, Daniel, um, you were on a quest to try to be the first person, the first customer at Raising Cane's. The new location, uh, grand opening day on Brookside. I got there, and some guy had been there since 1030 the night before. So... So I had to write the trivia questions this morning, and I stink at this. You are, you're not the best at this. I will say that. All right, so who do we got playing? We have got Patricia on line one. Patricia, what do you do for a living? I work at Cherokee Nation. You do what? I work at Cherokee Nation. Cherokee, services. Cherokee Nation. Do you, have you put us back on speakerphone again? No, sir. I'm just having a hard time hearing you. And then Tyler, what do you do for a living? I am a human resources assistant. All right. Well, guys, this is for Tim McGraw. He'll be here in April at the BOK Center. You can't even buy these yet, but you can win them today if you defeat each other in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Tig, you have the uh, questions over there. You ready to go? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, I stink at this. I'm no good, but I'll I'll try. I'll be quiz master today. All right. All right. And who are we starting with? Patricia on line one. Okay. Patricia, what does WWW stand for? World Wide Web. That, that's a correct answer, Dana. There you go. Patricia, one. Tyler? Tyler, what geometric shape is generally used for a stop sign? Octagon. Patricia, which animal can be seen on the Porsche logo? Uh, it's a horse, like a... Good enough. Tyler, what is the common name for dried plums? For dried plum? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Do you know that one, Daniel? It is prune. Oh, man. I've got the score two. Uh, Patricia, Tyler, one. Three questions to go. Patricia, what was the first soft drink in space? Now, this is a soda. Uh, Coke. That's correct. They also had Tang. Have you ever had Tang? That stuff's awful, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Daniel, you don't like my contest. You're not saying anything. I'm, I'm liking it. Are you, okay. Do you need me to kill time in between the questions? It looks like you're just yeah. writing them as you go. Yes, I, I have had Tang as a child. Do they still sell it? I would imagine. Tyler, he's up next, right? Yeah. 
Which member of the Beatles married Yoko Ono? Come on, Tyler. You yeah, know this one, right? Tyler, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a hard pass. John Lennon, right? That is correct. I have Patricia three, Tyler one. Uh, two questions to go. Patricia, what is the fastest animal on land? A cheetah. Uh, they correct you. Tyler, there's a big holiday around this guy. I'll give you that. Who is the patron saint of Ireland? Saint, uh, Saint Patrick. That's right. I have Patricia four, Tyler two. One question to go. Patricia, in the poem Humpty Dumpty, where was he sitting before he fell? On the wall. I don't see a path to victory anymore for Tyler. Well, let's give him the but final question, the final just question. for a little bit of his own sanity. Here we go. What were Jack and Jill going up the hill to get? The water. Huh? Water. And that's technically correct, Acceptable. so we'll give him that. Pail of water, right? Final score. Wasn't enough for him. Uh, Patricia, five. She got every single one right. You know what you're going to have to do now, Tig. Uh, Tyler, only three. So, Patricia, are you going to hold on to these tickets, or are you going to give them to Tyler? Sorry, Tyler. I'm going to hold on to them. That is all good. You want them fair and square. Fair and square. Some McGraw tickets from Optimum Complete. Pretty good. And, uh, Dana, we have other business we have to take care of now, right? Yeah, since uh, you have to do this, since you came up with this quiz, uh, you've gotten every single one right. And you know what happens when you get every one right, don't you, Patricia? Yes, I do. Ty, go, go Dude, ahead and do I, your honors. No, 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 no. Ty, you're I, the quiz master today. Now, don't flail on your duties. Go ahead, please. I am married, so I can't ask her the question that Play the you... music and propose to this lady now. Stop beating around the bush. And be romantic about it, Ty. Go ahead. Patricia, my love, <laughs> will you marry me? I don't think your wife or my husband would appreciate it. Ooh, oh, boy. Yeah. Look at y'all. But what if my wife and your husband married? It all work out. Well, there you go. Uh, that's a rejection, Daniel. You get rejected every single day. I just got rejected, but... um. Well, I hope the laws listen to this because it's highly illegal what you just did. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Okay. All right. So we're back. Uh, thanks to Optimum Complete. Tomorrow, uh, we got more Tim McGraw tickets here on 98.5 The Bull with our bullfight. 740 on a Wednesday morning tomorrow. Tyler Hubbard with Tiger and Daniel. Well, we were trying to make history here on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel was in charge of that history. And, um, you know, you failed miserably. <laughs> Boy, I really did. Um, you said there uh, that there might be people that have camped out at Raising Cane's overnight because of the grand opening today. Your goal was to get there and be the first customer at a new Raising Cane's. And I said, dude, I think I could display the call if you want from early this morning. This is mm -hmm. Daniel early this morning at Raising Cane's trying to be the first customer, and it, it, did, it did not go well. Well, not too good. Uh, as you might have heard earlier, I was trying to be the very first person at Raising Cane's. I get here. Somebody has been here since 10.30 last night. 
<laughs> That's what I was concerned about. Daniel found out this morning if you're the first person at Raising Cane's and, and somebody, I said this, Daniel, I told you that people camp out for that kind of stuff, right? Well, yeah, but I didn't believe you. I thought nobody's going to sleep in this sweltering heat <laughs> to get the first person in line at Raising Cane's. Another thing you were right about, the mayor will also be here today along with the sheriff and several other like big wigs here in the city. Well, why don't you, um, can you, you'll come back to work and we'll work on this bullfight so we can give away Tim McGraw tickets, but can you go back down there and try to get us in good with the mayor? I don't see how that hurts if the mayor is like your buddy. No, I'm not going to harass this guy. He's, you know, doing, he's here on official business. He doesn't have time for my uh, foolishness. Nonsense. <laughs> well, well, if you just missed it, uh, Daniel set out to be the first customer at a new Raising Cane's on Peoria, but you failed because people had already started lining up last night. Right. And, you know, I can't beat myself up. I would have had to be here at, like, 10 o'clock last night in order to be the first person. I, You know, God bless this guy. What a, I, <laughs> a, a Raising Cane's fan. I tell you that right now. Did you try to meet that guy who was the first? I mean, who can get there at 1030 at night and just sleep in the parking lot? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't try to meet him because I think that if I'd been up since 1030 the night before, I'd probably be a little tired and ill, and I didn't. I didn't want to fool with him. And I was a little mad, you know, because I was hoping I would be. Now, listen, this is very controversial. Uh, I, the marketing director was out there, and her daughter was at CrossFit and heard us talking about it and called and warned her that I was on my way over there. Mm-hmm. I know what the first person's going to get, but I can't divulge it on the radio. Wait, what did they get? Wait well, so I can't tell Raising Cane says if you're the first customer, you're going to get a, a surprise? You're going to get recognized, and you'll be there. You will receive a surprise. Well, and what is I, the surprise? Well, I can't say. That's messed up, man. How so? Because people are now, we're all intrigued. Why wouldn't you give us that? That's that's great radio. Tell us what it is. Well, I can't. What do you mean you can't? I don't want to upset the marketing director at Raising Cane's. I've just met her today. But I will say, uh, even if you're not the very first, the first 100 will also get a gift. Oh. And then I'm like, well, should I try to go get that? <laughs> 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 right, but well, I can't believe like the mayor's coming out there, the sheriff. Well, of all this is going to be happening actually right about now, as a matter of fact. Um, no offense, Daniel, but you tried to go be the first customer at Raising Kids. You're you're like my buddy. I love mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. However, you are an abject failure in life, well, buddy. At least I tried. You, you didn't did, even you leave the try. studio. You didn't do nothing. <laughs> In fact, uh, hold on. You've never been eaten at a Raisin Cane's. I've never been there yet. However, I will. I don't know, man. So, um, How do you live in Oklahoma for three years and not eat at Raisin Cane's? Well, you know how when you go to Raisin Cane's? Yeah. It's the opposite of that. When you leave and go back to your home planet at night, (laughs) what do you eat? Um, Y'all have like pouches of food up there in space where you live? You look and act like an alien. You know where... um, (laughs) All those congressional meetings lately have been about you. I, I want to tell you where I have been in just a second here. Uh, Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Jackie uh, Cooper Nissan. That's right. Another report. Uh, people, a huge crowd now at Raising Cane's. I'm receiving reports. Oh. Since I was there earlier, now uh, the crowds are, are trying, now, to, come yeah, meet you trying to get a glimpse of me, not the mayor. But you already live. Uh, You're like a beetle. I am. Except I'm going to have to get a new car now. My you're like car a beetle is, nobody cares about. My car's been recognized. i got to get a, a brand new car now, and I think maybe I'll go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. Why not, man? $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book value for you. And um, and you can trade your car in, or you can just straight up sell it. Forget Marketplace and all that on Facebook.com. Just sell it. It's, you don't have to meet people in gravel 
weird lots out in the country. You just bring it to Jackie Cooper Nissan, and you sell them your car, and you get $1,500 more. That's right. Don't fool around with, like you said, Facebook Marketplace. One of the places for Facebook Marketplace, they say go to a safe place, and one that's marked as a safe place is Quick Trip. Now, I don't know if you've been to Quick Trip lately. That ain't a place you want to be exchanging cash out there in that old parking lot just there. Just go to Jackie Cooper Nissan. Plus, then, they're going to give you $1,500 more than Kelly Blue Book, $1,500 more than what it's worth. And if you want to get a new car with that trade-in, you're getting more money for Zero percent interest on select models out there like the Rogue. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. Uh, honest friend question for you, Daniel. You're you're one of my buddies. And, uh, of course, we make fun of each other. I don't know what it is about guys. We like to, like, if we have a best friend, we like to see them in pain mm-hmm. for some reason. You know, I think it's funny when you make a social faux pas and embarrass yourself. However, we have a new boss here at 98.5 The Bull, and his name is Bruce. We used to work for him. I was excited when they hired him to work for us. But he he, he says something to me sometimes, and I, I start to get in my head about it. And he goes, nice flip-flops. Nice flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Is that code for stop wearing flip-flops at work? To me, uh, it might be a little subtle before he's got to say. You know, I want to just ask him, hey, are you, know, are you cool with these flip-flops? Yeah, I don't know what to do because he's a nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. And but you know he's a business dude. He could, if he needs to enforce rules, he absolutely would. However, maybe flip flops don't rise to the level of having to have a talk with the employee. But the little, yeah, nice flip flop thing. Does he want me to stop wearing flip flops? I'm kind of. If I had to guess, I would imagine. Why don't Why don't you just ask him? See, I won't even wear shorts to work. Like I'm. Uh, oddly enough, out of the two of us, I dress more professionally than you do. <laughs> Ty dresses like he's Panama Jack, like he's cutting up coconuts on the beach. Yeah, but, you know, when I talk to people who have heard us on the radio, mm-hmm. they say things like, you're so lucky that you get you probably get to dress however you want because people don't see you in your job. And I go, well, yeah, that's kind of true. I don't. Of course, Daniel, like we were on television yesterday, News on 6, right? I I wore a nice shirt for that. Mm -hmm. I dressed up a little bit for that. But, you know, if I know I'm coming in here and doing our little radio show, I don't need to be in a tuxedo. I I know, but you are at work, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel's quote is, I know, but you are at work. (laughs) Well, I come, you know, I wear like jeans and a a button down, and Mm -hmm. you come up here dressed like Tom Hanks and Castaway. I mean, you're just one step away from wearing a (laughs) loincloth. And you have to park upstairs, walk through the News on 6 studio up there. Yeah, I see Tess Monty in the hall. And, and I mean, all, all the this. most beautiful anchors in the world, yeah. you know, all up there. And then and you're, they're and dressed you're wearing great. And, and you're wearing rags. So <laughs> if <laughs> well, the guy keeps that. on saying like nice flip-flops, maybe he wants you to step it up a little. Don't you think it's kind of, um, not weird, I would say, but I think things are evolving because I remember seeing my dad go to work, always a tie, always a jacket. And now you see less and less and less of that. Aren't we loosening up the office sort of dress code? Well, you're very loose, buddy. I'm trying to set the trend. You're setting it all right. You have the dress code of what adult performers wear when they go on a video shoot. <laughs> I don't know if that, that... What? But... It, okay, well, if, it's bothering you, if it's bothering you, why don't you just ask him, hey, are you cool with the flip-flops? If not, I can start wearing actually like shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, I once uh, had a coworker tell me that 
the flip-flops were bad, not because of the aesthetics of it, not because of the visual, but because flip-flops make a pop sound. Mm-hmm. And I was driving this dude crazy every time I walked around the building. Well, there's some people that are here in the building, you have to walk past their offices. I mean, they have some major important, like, mm-hmm. they, they're having the worst day of their life. And then you come in here, work for four hours. They can hear you walk in, and then you get to walk out like. <laughs> they're probably like, oh, my God. I hate like this I'm guy. Miami Vice or something. Yeah. So. Like they're, they're toiling over papers, and then you're walking out with your flip-flops on like you're going pop, to. Pop, 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 pop. Going to the All bench. right, but in the final analysis, Daniel, do you think that the comments I get sometimes from my boss about nice flip-flops is actually a subtext of stop wearing flip-flops. I feel like it, it is. <sighs> Don't you? I mean, how many times has he said it? Well, in the winter, I dress appropriately because it's cold. But in the summer, it's like how I'm How many times has he said it? It's like I'm at Gulf Short uh, a couple times. Twice? At least twice. In like a week? Or are we talking about... Within the last 30 days. Oh, boy. Yeah. Really? Back in the day, like 20 years ago when we worked for him, I remember I was uh, at Summer Remote or something, and I had... That's a broadcast that we do. Yeah, I had holes in my jeans, and I remember, like, catching him looking at me. <laughs> oh, and I was great. like, what is this guy looking at? Oh, no. And then later on, he's like, he's like hey, uh, could you, Hanya, could you maybe uh, wear some trousers with no holes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's actually, I think he's dropping hints. You're right. He's dropping hints. He's complimenting flip-flops, yeah, but I mean, really can we be honest? Also, the flip-flop at work is not professional. Nobody will see your dirty feet. Oh, it's not professional. I'll, I'll give you that. Right. I just thought, can I get away with it? So, <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, what do you call it? I'm going to sarcastically get back at you guys. I'm coming in here in a tuxedo and a bow tie tomorrow. Don't do that. But I just I just thought of a brilliant idea. This, we could take this to Shark Tank, right? All right. So, where you, you like your flip-flops? You're, they're comfortable? They're great. Feet paint. What does that mean? You get some paint, and you paint your feet as though it's shoes. <laughs> oh, genius. And th- but then yes. it kind of matches where the flip-flop strap I will see. be. All right. Well, good enough. Well, Daniel, you need a feet paint artist. Daniel has solved everything for me. It's 98.5 The Bull. Do you know how hot it is in Tulsa? We're going to get to this. It's so hot in Tulsa that it's destroying streets. The heat itself. So we're going to get to that coming up. What did you see here on 98.5 The Bull? You see the heat is so bad in Tulsa that it's actually destroying our streets. I would imagine if I was a street, it would be a difficult place to be a street because you got the extreme temperatures in Oklahoma. You've got days in the winter where it's freezing cold, and then that affects the roadways. And then you got days like we're going to go through again today. And the streets are buckling under this extreme weather. It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did to See. Brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Yeah, I saw they're, they're shutting down streets, which is weird in Tulsa because you never see any construction in Tulsa. Do you? <laughs> Everywhere you go, and now we got to deal with uh, streets cracking under its own pressure. I know, and the streets before this heat were also pristine and perfect, and now you got that one that uh, buckled, which I'm, is that the heat or just... Because the roads are already messed up all over the place anyway. Well, they I know this because I um, care about city politics, and I go oh, to the... Oh, uh, here we go. What do you mean, here we go? You went to the city council meeting, and now all I of a sudden you're like, George meetings. Washington, go ahead, cross the Potomatic <laughs> River, and tell us what you did <laughs> for the, the city. Potomac, by the way. Um, 
But they had a strategy that they changed. Mm -hmm. Used to, they would just kind of Band-Aid everything. But now they said, let's just fix it right. And so it'll last longer. So that's what we're seeing out there where there's cones everywhere. The cone companies must love Tulsa, by the way. The people who make the orange cones. I mean, they must just be like on beach vacations all the time. And so then we got streets now that are buckling under the heat. So it continues. So you went to the city council meeting and the big debate was, should we fix it permanently or just put a Band-Aid on it? They decided to fix it the right way. Kind of. I saw uh, G.T. Bynum, the mayor of Tulsa, said that it's going to suck. I get that. However, I think it's better long term. I- am I crazy or is do this, are the streets around here seem to be made of concrete instead of asphalt? So, well, each city seems to go through that where you see the kind of white asphalt versus the black pavement. Right. And it seems like the concrete never works right. And I see some video now, and they've just poured concrete there again. So I'm wondering if... Uh, I don't know. What's I, going on with that? Well, I thought you went to the city council meeting. You, all those guys, those powdered wigs, whatever y'all do up there. <laughs> yeah, we wear parliamentary wigs and things. Do you? Yes, okay. of course we do. <laughs> Hell yeah, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> also, uh, did you see this? Um, we lost Pee Wee Herman. I, I, I hate to admit this, but... Uh, Pee Wee Herman's like my favorite growing up. I was absolutely bonkers for this guy, and I'm really shocked. I was shocked yesterday that he passed away. You got some clips of him on a late-night talk show, the uh, David Letterman show. Uh, this first clip here is, um, do you remember Pee Wee's Big Adventure? That, that was, was his movie. first movie, yes. 1985, the first movie I can remember loving and had that great score by Danny Elfman. Here he is talking about his memories of the uh, the film and his career. <laughs> Good job, Daniel. Well, turn it down a little bit. So uh, he, um, I thought he was going to be talking in this, but the, he released a statement, said, uh, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I've loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. He uh, got cancer and didn't tell anybody. It kind of reminds me a little bit, uh, Norm MacDonald passed away not too long ago. He didn't tell anybody he was going through this sickness, and it makes me wonder, like, if you got sick, would you go on the air with it or not say anything? It's such an uh, extraordinarily intimate and personal decision. I don't know how I would react if a doctor told me that I was in trouble. But, um, you know, God bless those, those people that want to keep it secret. God bless them if you want to come out and tell people but um it just makes it surprising when you see it in the news because you didn't have any idea yeah and i do you remember that movie uh he, he went to the the motorcycle place and knocked over all the motorcycles and they thought that they were going to beat him up really badly so he went into the the bar and got up on that table and did that tequila dance yeah which i thought was funny but then the funniest part to me after he that, broke up a motorcycle fight by dancing right and then they all like loved him and they're like oh yeah and then they went outside and put him on a motorcycle then he drove off and then ran into that billboard <laughs> uh, i've got a clip here also uh, you can turn the audio back up of peewee herman appearing on late night with david letterman in 1985 so this movie came out in 1985 the same year as back to the future national lampoons european vacation and weird science but here he is on david letterman talking about his movie Please welcome movie star Pee Wee Herman. Four. 
been a, been a long time. You've been away making the film? Yeah, I've been away making the film. <laughs> Congratulations. I understand it turned out very nicely. You're getting uh, good reviews. You get some reviews, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I just happened to have a few of the reviews with me, dude. All right. This is the Hollywood Reporter. That's a big, you know, trade industry paper. It says... Pee-wee's Big Adventure isn't just the funniest movie of the year. It's one of the funniest movies ever! Hey, Delight, I like this movie so well that I've seen it twice. So yeah. it's like, Boy, that's very impressive. Yeah, that's my dad's review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His you, dad saw it twice. That's you know good. what I think the big draw with him was? Was back before the internet and TikTok and all that, to see like a wacky kind of person, you didn't get to see that all that often you got to mm -hmm. see it some it got to be pretty big on television but now you see wackiness every single day thanks to social media and facebook and all that but that guy just seemed to be like such a that character peewee herman such a wholesome character back then yeah and he created that his real name is paul rubens and he created this guy peewee herman and that's kind of how he uh, presented his career to all of us also daniel did you see this that uh, a man is suing taco bell because he said, when I watch these commercials on TV, there's all this meat. And then I go to the actual restaurant, and they're kind of slouches up there. So he's suing Taco Bell uh, because he just wants them to add more meat to their their products. It seems like he's going straight to the top. Why not just talk to the uh, maybe the manager? <laughs> go to the manager? Well, this has happened, too. Remember uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Somebody sued them and said, you're calling these boneless chicken wings. That's what you're telling us. They're boneless chicken wings, but they're not chicken wings at all. You know, so this guy's not even suing for money. He just wants to be able to walk in a Taco Bell one day, and it looked like what they put on television. And he's wasting the court's time with that. Yes. What a pathetic loser. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen this for the first time ever? Country has the top three spots on the Billboard Hot 100. So not just the country charts. This is all music. This is music. the most popular songs in the in America right now. Yes, and, and country's at the top for the first time ever in uh. history. And here are the top three songs. And so uh, Billboard started their Hot 100 in August of 1958. So you can imagine that... So uh, country's at the top right now. For the first time ever. You know that Jason Aldean song? You've seen the controversy and stuff about that. And I thought this is going to be good for him because the song came out a while back. And mm -hmm. people may have paid attention, maybe not. But now people are paying attention. It's called the Barbara Streisand effect. Do you know what that is? No. Barbara Streisand sued a tabloid because they published pictures of her house. And nobody really saw those pictures. I mean, they were just, if you bought it that day, you saw them. But since she sued, it made it, everybody then wanted to see those pictures. So the same thing kind of happened to Mr. Aldean where uh, nobody really heard that song when it came out. However, now everybody's listening to it because you're curious about it. And now it's at the top of the billboard. You learned something new today, Daniel. I did, and we'll wrap it up with a, a nice story here. Do you see this guy in Kansas? It's his wife's 50th wedding anniversary. She likes sunflowers, so here's what he did. Celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary, August 10th, and, uh, you know, what's a guy get his gal on their 50th? And I, I put a lot of thought into it, and 
she always liked sunflowers, and I thought this is the year to plant sunflowers. So we planted her 80 acres of sunflowers. So that's 1.2 million sunflowers. She might have liked sunflowers. She's going to hate sunflowers after all that. That's too many sunflowers. Couldn't you just get a, a bucket and put six flowers in it? I mean, that's a lot. 80. That kind of guy makes me uncomfortable because um, I'm having a birthday that I've got to deal with coming up with my my spouse. Mm-hmm. And well, a guy real who, romantic, just a bucket with six sunflowers. Yeah, that's real nice, Ty. <laughs> you, know, you, should be saw, a, you should be a florist. Where did I see? I went to Firehouse Subs the other day, and they sell their five-gallon buckets for $3, and I thought, oh, I could plant something in there, I guess. Firehouse Sub Bucket. I mean, I'm a romantic, you can tell. Well, yeah, just go ahead and give their, her that for her birthday, a, a three sunflowers in a bucket, and you'll be giving her a lot more in the divorce. But go ahead. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Man, uh, Tulsa Restaurant Reviews, I've been uh, following that page since I moved to Tulsa. It's a great resource to figure out, like, the new restaurants in town. And people get on there, and they'll review all manner of restaurants. Somebody might review uh, Hemingway, and in the next paragraph, somebody's reviewing Wendy's. So it's also good because it's like watching Netflix to me. You don't know what to watch, but it's good to hear recommendations. So mm-hmm. there's so many restaurants around here. It's good to see somebody had a positive experience, so you can then go there, right? Tipping is in the news a lot lately, and um, some places they don't like, they'll, they'll, they'll slip in a little gratuity thing on you. You might not be aware of it. But I will say most places, if you're in a large group, they're going to do automatic gratuity. In fact, it says it right there on the menu. It does say something like if you have eight people or more, it's going to be an automatic tip. 18% gratuity added to parties of eight or more. Well, he goes into Mexicali with his a church group after church one Sunday, sees that they added a gratuity to the bill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you're just going to take this off. I'm not paying that. I don't think is right. I'll tip what I think is fair, but I'm not paying that. I guess he not realizing that that's the that's written on the menu. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, a big old stink. This guy was really fussing at these folks about that. So how did people react to him saying that he didn't want that automatic tip on there? They let him have it. <laughs> they they tore him, him apart it? so much so that I logged on there today to see the original post. He's done deleted it, and you know. It's a bad fight when the person deletes whatever they were fussing about. Well, what do you make of that? You've worked in restaurants. Is it fair to just assume? Because to me, a tip is payment for good service. However, if it's automatic, what if I didn't get good service? I'm not saying that's this case. Well, if it's a group of eight or more, as is the standard, I think you just go with that. I mean, to be, to cause that much of a stink, and you're there with your church group, that just seems a little, a little off to me. Hold on, I might have a sneeze. Was he... Um, Dead gummit, it passed. Did the service... Did he say the service was bad? He just didn't like the added gratuity. Okay. So if you're with your church group, though, don't you... Aren't you on your best behavior? Yeah, and I got to say that um, this is a free country, right? And if you run a business, you're allowed to run your business however you'd like to run your business, so long as it doesn't um, discriminate or anything like that, Right. So if you want to put a 100% tip on it, that's your, you can do that. That's no problem. Now, you don't have to go back to that restaurant and, and put up with that anymore. But in this case, they, the guy's allowed to run his restaurant how he wants. This is, what, what, uh, what state is Tulsa in? Oklahoma. What uh, 
country is Oklahoma? United in? States. You can add, you can do whatever you want if you run a business. Now, you might go out of business for bad service or bad practices, but yeah, if they, if it has it on the menu, you got to pay that. That's what I right. think. Well, if it's, a, you should be, you shouldn't mind if it's a huge party. Anyway, 377 comments just ripping the guy apart. Well, he yeah, finally I mean, deleted his post. Maybe he learned that he was wrong. Maybe he just didn't know and now he does. But uh, from what I gathered, a lot of people were saying that worked in the restaurant industry that some of the most rudest people that come in sometimes are church groups. Is it really? That's what they were saying. Oh, wow. They were like, they're rude, entitled. I was like, that ain't good. Because <laughs> you would think the opposite. Right. That they would be the more... Right, giving and charitable and whatever. But, so. maybe, you know, maybe he's learned his lesson now, and I hope that... Uh, well, that's what we all do. We on. all make mistakes in life, and uh, the conventional wisdom is you uh, try to learn from things. <laughs> Me and my dad would go to dinner sometimes, and he didn't know that he was a terrible tipper, and I finally had to point out to him one day, because we'd go have, like, a you know pretty expensive meal, and he'd leave, like, $5, not knowing that he was... Yeah. In the wrong, and now he does know. We all learn from mistakes. There's not a person that doesn't make but a mistake. But boy, did here, they man. rip this guy apart. Woo! <laughs> like <Trauma>. Shark Week <laughs> on Tulsa Restaurant <laughs> Review. You need to go look at it. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country.